Welcome into this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. My name is Jerry Hamilton, joined by Justin Wells, both of Inside Texas. Um, <clears throat> Justin, a lot to get to this week. Uh, obviously, we're only we're down to maybe mentioning Ryan Wingo a couple more times here. He announces tomorrow, uh, October 25th at 4 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we're going to get into that. <clears throat> we're going to get into a little bit of who's expected as of Tuesday afternoon at the Texas BYU game. Then we'll hit on some other uh, 2024 targets remaining. Before I get to that, I want to take a second for the sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. That is Mark Saunders, Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders. Thank you for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you need to help keep tabs on protection for all your stuff. Everything from your home, car, and boat to your motorcycle, RV, and ATV. Call Texas All-State agent's Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands? With over 35 years of experience, you will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. Give him a call at 512-218-8571. Are you seeing insurance rises? prices rise? Well, Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders is seeing ways to help you save. With over his 35 years of experience, he will not miss a few. Thank you very much to Mark Saunders, uh, the, uh, all Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders, for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. All right, Justin, um, <coughs> I guess Ryan Wingo decides tomorrow. Texas fans are still asking, so we'll we'll, we'll talk to him about what's going on. Look, we expect it to be Missouri tomorrow. Um, I think everybody there, everybody's picking Missouri that's made picks in this industry. Um, Texas, yeah. Texas has remained in contact with Wingo. Uh, Sark recruits through the whistle. Um, so they remained in contact with Wingo as of Monday. The family was supposed to sit down last night, uh, I believe seven, uh, seven or eight family members and kind of come to that final decision. We both expect it to be Missouri, but from your perspective, uh, uh, you, you know, your thoughts on Wingo's recruitment. I, I think that um, it came down to Texas and Mizzou, just like we reported for the last, you know, two or three months, maybe even even longer. In the summertime when I went to see him, you know, he was smitten with the Longhorns. He absolutely loved everything that they were they were selling, the vision, the trajectory, the, the ability to catch passes from Mr. Arch Manning. Those, those were all things that, that really tickled his fancy. And I said, you know, are you a guy that wants to stay close to home or do you want to, you know, spread your wings? And his before he could blink, he said, I'd like to kind of spread my wings. And then I said, what's the most important facet of this recruitment to you when it all boils down? He said, production at wide receiver. And then Luther Burden happened. And that incredible season they've had in Mizzou and that offense has been spectacular. He's been on campus there three or four times already this year. He had a great trip when he came into Texas. I believe this for the Kansas game. Uh, left is, is that Texas did as good as you could have done on that recruiting visit. Uh, they loved UT. I think Texas was the leader when, yeah. when they got on the plane and went back home. And then Missouri sort of started evening things out. And without getting Wingo back on campus, without Wingo coming to, De to Dallas for Texas OU, something he really wanted to do a few weeks back, everything just started steering towards the uh, the, the Columbia Tigers. And we'll see again. He announces at 5 p.m. tomorrow Eastern time, 4 p.m. Central time. 
the latest update we can give you is Missouri's the expectation. It's recruiting. We'll see what happens. Uh, they were supposed to meet as a family last night uh, and come up with a decision, which, you know, look, that's still 24-plus hours from decision time. But, again, uh, Ryan Wingo, five-star wide receiver in the on-three industry ranking, deciding tomorrow at 4 p.m. Central, 5 Eastern time. All right, Justin, home game this weekend. Um, yeah. Recruits don't care about injuries. They're coming to watch Texas play, right? Uh, I spoke with Absolutely. KJ Lacey and his family last night. Uh, KJ Lacey, uh, until he talked to AJ Milwee last night, he was wanted to come to Texas this weekend. I think he wanted to talk to AJ, kind of make sure, you know, e everything was good on his end to come in, leave Sunday night. So he wants to spend some time around the Texas team. That's why there was still some planning there with KJ Lacey. But KJ Lacey did say last night that they, they firmed up their plans. He's coming into Austin uh, Saturday for the BYU game. We'll be there uh, overnight through Sunday. We'll either leave Sunday night or Monday morning. Uh, he's coming by himself on this trip. His family will come at a later date with him. I think what's interesting there is five-star uh, wide receiver Alabama commitment. Ryan Williams is a maybe to be with him. It's That's possible. a big one. It's possible he shows up. Now, look, he was back at Auburn for a second time Saturday where his father played. He was at Georgia, I think, three weeks ago. Um Tons of pressure on Ryan Williams to stay in state, whether it's Alabama, whether it's Auburn. He's committed to BAM. His dad played at Auburn. There is a ton of pressure on this kid uh, to stay in the state of Alabama. We'll see what happens. He is working to reclassify the 2024. Uh, I think things are on track there. It's not, he mentioned no, something about that the other day. I wanted I wanted to hear your take on Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's on track. It's nothing that will be known by December. I mean, it's a full year of schoolwork. So yeah. his, this recruitment's going to play out a while because he doesn't know if he can reclassify to 24 until late in that second semester uh, of school there at Sarah Land High. But the expectation right now is he'll get it done. We'll see. You know, the guys still have to go get that done, but he's definitely working to reclassify uh, to 2024 right now. Uh, but Justin, uh, a lot of other visitors, I'm sure we're going to we're going to have, have more names to add through. Really, th really through Friday morning for this visitors visitors list for Texas BYU. Who are some of the names that have uh, let you know they're coming in? Yeah, so far, you know, you know, um, this list. <laughs> it's funny because these are going to be mostly twenty fives and twenty sixes. Yeah, Texas has kind of done what they've done the yeoman's work on the twenty twenty four cycle, and and it's it's winding down. I mean, we're what less than six, almost six weeks until. No, about seven weeks until or, you know early National Signing Day, but that's the beauty of this. Of this is you got to set the foundation. I think one of the biggest names to me is Chad Woodfork, the edge out of Humble Sumper Creek coming in. I think that's a guy that that that's you know Texas is going to go probably pretty big on edge in the next cycle. Uh, they they've got two in twenty twenty four, and and we know they're trying to add Solomon Williams, and we know they'll definitely look at in the portal for one, but. Woodfork's going to be one of the top guys uh, that they, they they love that guy. He he's near the top of the board on, on at that spot. Jabori Antoine, this kid's coming for a third time this yeah. year. That's team. That's 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 Derek Williams, the Raptor, the safety freshman safety for Texas. That's his teammate from New Iberia down in Westgate. Those two guys are really close. They work out together. They do a lot of stuff over the summer. Jabori kind of looks up to Derek in a lot of facets, and 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 listen, that he is a prospect at corner very light on his feet 
very, very smooth in and out of his of his turns. I think he's a kid you got to pay attention to. Tyler Thomas, that's a dude that you sort of put out there a while back, put on the map uh, out of Dickinson. You know, they they grow them down there, brother. Every, it seems like every cycle there's two or three big dogs coming out of out of that out of, out of that country. And so I think that one's a big one, Tyler Thomas being in there. Jion Simon, listen, this kid's underrated. I don't know what he's going to finish star-wise, but the six foot three, 270-pound defensive lineman out of Jacksonville, Florida, Reigns High School, he's going to be there. They call him Big Cat for a reason. If you get a chance, go to InsideTexas.com and watch his huddle. He, we had posted something on him yesterday. Listen, he is he is violent, Jerry. Yeah, no, no doubt. And then, you know, other defensive linemen, I think Texas is really targeting that Kansas State weekend, the next home game, which will be interesting. Uh, yeah. Tyler Thomas, the offensive lineman from Dickinson, <clears throat> season-ending foot injury. So he's not playing the rest of the way for anybody that lives down that Lamarck, Texas City area that's a Texas fan that may want to go watch him play. He's out for the season with a foot injury. So, yeah, we expect that list to really build. Um, I, I, Justin, we're getting into the heat of recruiting, right? We've already mentioned Ryan Wingo, um, but let, let's go through some of the other 2024s here. Uh, last few minutes of the show today, um, we're going to skip over quarterback. We're going to skip over running back, uh, wide receiver Isaiah Williams, Carol Wood Day. Um, you know, Texas is going to try to get him in on a visit. Not a, you know, I thought after initially talking to him, he'd probably take a visit. Florida's fighting back there. So Texas will try yeah. to get him on campus. I think there's a chance they get him on campus, but definitely not a lot he makes a visit to Texas. I think we'll know uh, here in the next week or so uh, whether that's going to happen. But Texas is working to get him on campus. But Florida's uh, putting up a fight uh, on that one because this kid, Isaiah Williams, has really good senior film. He's a four-star kid in the on-three industry ranking. He's probably going to be a guy that moves up off a of senior tape to more people watch him play. Um, tied in, nothing to report there. That'll be in the portal. Offensive line, Auburn's putting up a real fight on DeAndre Carter, as expected. Auburn only has one offensive lineman committed in the high school class. And, and I've been saying this, you know, Texas Texas got him in for the official visit. Great conversations with Texas. But what we yeah. said, what did we say? Auburn can't go lightly on this. They can't afford to go lightly on this when you don't have any other high school offensive linemen committed. Even though they're going portal heavy in the rebuild under Hugh Freeze, you can't be sitting there at the beginning of November with zero high school offensive linemen committed. So Auburn has a lot of pressure to keep DeAndre Carter in the fold here. Texas is chipping away, battling at that recruitment. I there was a you know I was told late last week that this could thing Texas could have a pretty good feel for it by the end of the weekend. I, I don't think it's there yet. I think it's moving on a little bit uh, longer than that right now. So Auburn definitely putting up a, a fight. If we were to go to Texas, I think Texas may close up shop on the offensive line, uh, barring a, a late decision there. Uh, if DeAndre Carter sticks with Auburn, I think Texas could go offensive tackle. Jacob Ponton. Okay. I just want to know who do you think are some other guys that they may be Yeah, yeah Jacob, on. Jacob Ponton, the Dripping Springs offensive tackle, second-year playing offensive tackle. He's 6'7", 275, really good pass pro guy, upside physical player, committed to Texas Tech. He went to the Texas OU game on Texas tickets. He went to Texas camp. Uh, in June, Texas still has an offer, but Texas remains in contact with Jacob Ponton. Then there's Weston Davis at Beaumont United, uh, currently committed to Texas A&M. I think LSU, if he opens it up, takes a big lead out of the gate there. I think LSU would be a big leader for Weston Davis. Texas pushed for him early to get him on campus. They haven't pushed for him since Brandon Baker committed. 
So I think DeAndre Carter, until DeAndre Carter uh, situation uh, it, it, or I crystallizes. Yeah. I mean, until he makes a final decision, I think Texas is more in waiting mode there. But Jacob Pont, the name for Texas fans to know if Texas goes after another tackle. Um, let's go move to edge. I think Solomon Williams, we both uh, have, have talked about Solomon Williams. He went up to Oregon, had a great visit. Yeah. The Ducks trying to quack their way back in this thing, man. But Oregon. Oregon believes they lead for Elijah rushing. And if they're going to, if they get Elijah rushing, do they take another in that class is the question there. I think AM or Texas would take Solomon Williams. Alabama's trying to get Solomon back for the LSU game this weekend. But Justin, I mean, that one's going to, that one's pretty much, you know, Oregon's going to be in it. It's how much does Oregon want to be in it? That, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think you're right with rushing. That that's that's the guy that they would focus on. But you know what's funny? People keep coming back to Williams, Texas, Texas A&M. I think Alabama is still in the mix there as no well. Doubt. People are pushing for this kid, and, and and you and for good reason. Watch his tape. The kid's competitive. The kid makes plays at, at a high level and, and and against good competition. And so yeah. I think he's somebody you just got to consider. You got to consider uh, keep chipping away at. Yeah, and I was going to say, I was gonna, you know, Oregon defensive line commits. Obviously, they have they have Aiden Breeland, who's more of an inside guy or five technique guy. They've recruited a bunch of D linemen in the last class. Uh, they they signed, I think, seven or eight defensive linemen. They have Z- they, Xavier Sims from who played some at Dennis out of Durant, Oklahoma. Yeah, that's the and kid over here in Texas. Committed in this class, uh, so they have they have some guys committed on the defensive line in this class, or they have a hybrid outside linebacker edge guy that they really like. So there, it's going to be interesting to see where Oregon goes after signing so many defensive linemen last class, having two or three guys in this class, and then having Elijah rushing as their top edge guy. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they make a final push. That's Oregon on Solomon Williams, or if it's more just a and Texas and Alabama. With that push, I do know that I can tell you, Texas fans, that Texas is very much in contact there. Uh, they have really, they have a good relationship with the head coach and Solomon and his mom. So Texas has a shot there. We'll see what happens. Um, I, Justin, we need to move to secondary D line. I, I can roll through that real quick. I mean, look, it's it's fighting. Florida's gonna not gonna give up on DeAndre Robinson. The thing I'll say about Florida and DeAndre Robinson. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Florida has a commitment from a D-tackle named Nasir Johnson out of Dublin, Georgia. If Nasir Johnson were to back off his Florida commitment, flip to Georgia, something like that happens, then Deontay Robinson becomes even much that much more important for Florida. So kind yeah. of sometimes it's not just Texas and Florida battling. 
It's who's committed to Florida. If they flipped, it could impact how hard Texas, how hard Florida actually pushes at the end for DeAndre Robinson. So there's that a lot domino of domino effect. That domino effect. And in Texas, still recruiting Dimitri Nicholas, Auburn commitment, possibility to visit Alex Foster, possibility to take an unofficial visit Kansas State weekend. That's not locked in yet. Uh, but Justin, let's go to defensive back. Before I do that, again, I want to take a second uh, for Mark Saunders, the Texas All-State agent, our sole. Uh, sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you need to help keep tabs on protection for all your stuff, everything from your home, car, boat, to your motorcycle, RV, and ATV. Uh, call Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands with over 35 years of experience? You will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. Give him a call at 512-218-8571. Thank you again to Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. All right, Justin, I think secondary and linebacker, look, I don't want to skip over linebacker. Linebacker is this. I can Ty give Anthony you a Smith. nugget on linebacker whenever you – yeah. Ty, Ty Anthony Smith remains locked in uh, to AM right now. Texas is making a run at Justin. They're not giving up. They're not giving up. They want to get him on campus. We'll see. Until these guys get – Justin Eichert, same spot. Until they get on campus, it's just talk. Exactly. Um, Xavier Atkins at Summer Creek, Texas, likes him on senior tape. Can they get anywhere with him? I don't know. I think that would come later in the process. He's pretty locked in the LSU right now. Uh, so, just, you want to comment on Justin, Justin? <laughs> Listen, Justin Williams – I had the pleasure of, of seeing him on Friday night uh, when, when Oak Ridge battled College Park and former Texas uh, GA Kyle Coates, the new coach down there at the, the Woodlands College Park. Listen, Justin Williams, first thing, he's an alpha male. That guy is a that's – a, that's a ball player. There's a reason he's a top linebacker. There's a reason he's committed to Georgia, and there's a reason Glenn Schumann follows him all around the all around the state of Texas, the defense. And by the way, Joseph Jonah Johnye too on that team committed. Yeah, listen, I I saw Joseph too, um, and and but I'll say this, you know, both of them are solid. They're they're pretty much locked in on their commitments, yes. but but Justin's the one that Texas is really pushing for. I don't I don't have any I don't get any sense Texas is recruiting John uh, Jonah Johnye at all. Well, they, well, so so I'll, I'll comment on that before you get back. Just they actually, Pete Kwiatkowski had reached out to him and invited him to a game, but Joseph pretty much said, "No, I'm going to Georgia." Just, I think Justin Williams, and that was as that was three weeks ago. I think Justin Williams is a little, at least, having more conversations on the phone at this point. So there's a little hope for Texas. That's the thing, Justin Williams. That's the thing I kept coming back to. You know, him and I have been in contact quite a bit over the last three or four weeks. And and he 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 insists, you know, he's locked into Georgia. He loves everything about it. Da, 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 da. Him and Schumann have a great relationship. And then he'll say, but Texas and I are still talking. That, that lines of communication are still open. He goes, I love that staff. Sar Steve Sarkeesian, Jeff Choate. He goes, those are really authentic, great guys. And I, I'm still talking to those guys. And, and, and Justin doesn't lead anybody on. He is not giving anybody an impression that, hey, he's ready to flip. No. But when you get closer to the signing day, 
sometimes mama likes it when you, the boys stay a little bit closer to home. And I think with the family dynamic that they're going through right now, I think the idea of Justin Williams staying closer to home is a little more enticing. I think that's something that, that could potentially be discussed if it hasn't already in that house. Justin insists, he, you know, he loves Georgia, but there, you know, there's not a lot of other schools he's talking to. Only Oregon, really. I mean, and yeah, and that and that's the thing. You know, someone at Inside Texas asked us, "Well, why did it take Texas so long to get in?" That Texas was in this thing early on. He was just all over Oregon. It seemed like for the first year, and then when you take a trip up there, that tends to do that. Oregon I mean, has and back on recruits. Just a, so some background: like his brother has made all the trips with him. He had a brother. That brother was living in L.A. at the time, too, when he made those Oregon visits. So there was yeah. a lot of West Coast flavor with that as well. And that, that that's part of it. Yeah. But the thing I just couldn't get past was, you know, uh, yeah, but I'm still talking to Texas. I'm yeah. still listening to Texas. Those lines of communication are still open. And you and I both know, just like when we opened this show about Ryan Wingo, anything can happen in recruiting. You could think you have every angle covered. And then you got to factor NIL. Then you got to factor coaching relationships. Then you got to factor the family proximity. There's so many data points. But the thing to, for Texas fans to understand, Texas isn't, they, they don't have to take a linebacker in this cycle. But if they can get a Ty Anthony Smith, and they're going to try, if they can get a Justin Williams on campus, they're going to try. And I think that's why that's part of Sark's process, the long game. And playing the yeah. long game with Justin Williams is probably the only way they have a shot at flipping him. And by the way, Justin Williams, a little more background for those who know that he's originally from Chicago. He moved down here in middle school. Um, so he's not a kid that grew up in Texas with AM or Texas jersey on, right? There's no allegiance to the state of Texas. No. Texas fans, one of the things that why couldn't Texas be in a better position early on? He's not really a Texas kid. I mean, he moved down here in junior high. There's no ties to Texas his whole life. Like a lot of these kids. Yeah, exactly. All right, defensive back, Justin. Let's end on defensive back. Um, <laughs> it's become a very important position. Xavier Phil same. Uh, the Florida commitment, five-star at McKinney High. Um, by, by the time uh, this airs, I'll have been at practice at McKinney High today. Um, so Texas is – they're trying to get him on campus. The interesting thing with him is, look, his mom lives in Orlando. His dad lives in McKinney. Uh, everybody just originally thought he was going to go to Florida for college. Georgia gave it a real fight because they said, okay, we're close enough um, to the mom. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But the thing Florida has going for them, one, they, they're five and two. They're actually having a better season on the field than people expected after, after that. After a slow start. Yeah. yeah. But then they have a tough rest of the schedule. They have Georgia this week, and they still have FSU, all that's home game. They have some tough games left, so how they finish is going to be big. But L.J. McCray, a five-star, just commits to Florida. Florida has a lot of momentum in this recruiting class. They do. In Texas, that's what they you fight with DeAndre Robinson, Jarrett Gibson and stuff. You know, Florida has a lot of momentum in this class, and those kids get a little tight knit there. Like Xavier Phil Sames close with DJ Lagway. He's listening to Texas. He's had multiple conversations with Blake Gideon, Texas staff members. We'll see if they get him on campus here, maybe this weekend, maybe next weekend for Kansas State. If Texas doesn't get him on campus one of those next two weekends, though, it becomes much more difficult. If Texas hits the road, then they don't play again at home until late November. And then for an early enrollee, you're 20 days out Yeah, at that point. So if Texas probably needs to get him on campus here in the next couple of weekends. Uh, to at least get that ball 
rolling from it. Dad, kid on campus, sit down with Sark, Gideon, PK. Sit down with the whole Texas staff and see if things can really truly move forward. If they don't get them on campus these next one of these next two weekends, that calendar looks a lot more difficult for Texas because he's an early enrollee. Uh, Justin, I feel I mean, the same way about Wardell Mack. And same. everything you said about Florida's recruiting cycle applies everything. So it, the thing about Wardell Mack is, having been down there twice, you know, I walked away, just I told you this, I walked away with him under the impression both times, that kid just wants to be in Florida. That's why he likes Florida State. There's something about being in this, and I don't blame him, I lived there six years. There's something about being in the state of Florida that he likes, along yeah. with being a Florida Gator, playing college football in Florida. He just has – he's drawn east to the state of Florida. There's something there with him and Florida. And look, if Florida finishes the season strong, if they can pull off an eight and four season, it's going to be tough for Texas to flip those guys. That's just the reality uh, of, of the situation there. All right, Texas fans want to know about Kobe Black, obviously. Um, uh, so get your – pull up your script, uh, and here you go. Yeah, uh, this one's easy. Um, Kobe Black is a kid that uh, – Check out Inside Texas, you know, later today because we're going to have an update on, on Kobe Black. Um, just hold on loosely. Just turn on some 38 special and hold on loosely. Listen, Kobe and Texas continue to trend in the right direction. I think Kobe is honestly just being thorough. He he does not want to commit somewhere and, and feel like he might need to decommit or, or change his decision. He doesn't want to be in that position. He watched his brothers get recruited. They were very – you know, pragmatic during their process. And, and, and Kobe's is certainly much more amplified. Um, but the thing you got to look at are, are data points with Kobe. LSU was in the mix and, and had him coming in for a visit. He canceled. Texas A&M was kind of Texas's biggest competition over the last few months. They had him scheduled for an official visit. He canceled. Hasn't rescheduled. Uh, I know he wanted to go see Oregon, but I think that that duck has swam away. Um, at this stage, I, I really do. And, and Oklahoma's trying to jump in the mix late. Oklahoma's trying to make a, a decent little push. What Texas fans need to understand is Kobe's on his own timetable. He has maintained that he's going to probably go through the, 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 the process more and more. We had heard over the last month or so that he was getting closer and getting closer. And it's funny because everyone around him thought that, including family, including coaches. And so, uh, Going, you know, the latest from him is going to be something that we re you really want to see at InsideTexas.com this afternoon because I think to Texas remains in a great spot. We're going to ask him. We're going to find out. We're going to see where he's coming. There's a chance that he's in Austin on November 4th for the Texas-Kansas State game. There's a there's a handful of, of decent names yeah. uh, building up actually on that November 4th date. Kobe Black and his family are looking at that one as well. And so we'll find out a little bit more, but – just, you know, on the latest, it's basically, hey, Texas is still setting the pace. They just have to continue to to finish this one out. They're not drinking coffee yet, but they're getting close to brewing some. There you go. There you go. Uh, and, Justin, I mean, we'll, we'll see other defensive back, uh, defensive back targets. Corey Gibson, I was at Lancaster yesterday. I don't think that one's happening. He kind of put out something. He's sticking with Clemson. I Hey, Texas is trying. Terry right. Joseph, they have a great They're relationship, trying. you know, but, you know, Clemson's, yeah. Clemson doesn't lose a lot of flip kids. They really don't. Well, 
the thing I was told yesterday being at Lancaster High was nothing's changed with the reasons he committed to Clemson. And if those reasons haven't changed why he committed to Clemson, then flipping the kids really is really difficult at that point in time because Dabo, yeah. look, there's a sense of loyalty too. This kid had a knee injury. He's out for the year. He was in a big brace yesterday walking around. Clemson stuck with him. They say, you're our guy. Nothing's yeah. changed. Yeah. And Corian's a loyal kid. He was loyal to Lancaster when some other schools tried to come recruit him away. So, yeah. you know, there's a loyalty there with him. So I expect him to go from the Tigers in high school to the Tigers in college based on what I heard yesterday. That doesn't mean Terry Joseph won't call. Uh, Texas won't If he calling. shows up on campus, Jerry, then yeah. we got something to talk about. Right. Right. As of right now, it doesn't look like that happens. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, that Texas Tech game, the K-State game, Texas Tech, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, Corey Gibson right now, very I, we would put Justin up very much in the long shot category. Yeah. Uh, so for Justin Wells, this is Jerry Hamilton. This has been this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. We'll be back next week, talk about Texas BYU, all the visitors that were there. Obviously, Justin and I will have some uh, updates from the road that you can find on Inside Texas this week. We'll be back to talk about those plus any more developments next week as Texas prepares for Kansas State a week from now, which will be their, I believe, their next big recruiting weekend. Uh, so don't overlook BYU. Not overlooking it. Some PTSD. Uh, hey, hey, that, that, I know that we're not over recruiting, overlooking it. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Have, I don't think there's any but, Texas BYU but, battles since what Ross. The Kansas, the Kansas, Kansas State games have been the ones they've been targeting this year. Kansas yeah. was DeAndre Carter. Those have been the games they've been uh, targeting for. Uh, the uh, visit, big visit weekend. So again, for Justin, this is Jerry, uh, and we'll talk to you next week on the recruiting breakdown.